Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Of course, I'm the Coach Jared Rogel, and welcome in to the very first episode of 2016 here on TCRS. Coming up, we're going to talk with Courtney Oliver, head coach of East Carolina University Softball. Hey, Coach Mike Lucie. Coach, welcome to the show. It's always good to have a celebrity in town. Man. Welcome to Lafayette. Welcome to Kansas Dutcher. Glad you're here. Our game is like a boxing match. We we are like two heavyweight, you know, boxers in the ring. You're gonna give a blow, but you're gonna take one, and you got to give one back. And you just got to stay on your feet until you can get that knockout punch. I think this team does a great job of making every member on the team feel valuable, understanding that. Everybody in in the lineup or on the bench is is contributing to this program. They all have a job that day, whether it be, you know, writing a chart, being the pinch runner, starting in center field, whatever it is. Everybody has a job, and they're all equally important. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here again. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the coach, Jared Rogel, and this is the first episode of TCRS in 2016 want to thank everybody that's listening right now that followed us all last uh, year throughout the college softball season, especially everybody that listens to shows on Seminole Softball Monday with Lonnie Alameda every Monday during the season. This year, we are going to return our every Monday segment during the college softball season. We're looking to kick that off, I believe, February 1st. An announcement will be made very soon on which Division One head coach will be joining us every Monday to talk about his program. All I can tell you, everybody listening right now, is get your boots on and get the lassos ready. Joining me right now, though, to talk about her program, the East Carolina University Pirates, is ECU head coach Courtney Oliver. Coach, welcome into the show. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's uh, it's a little cold here in St. Louis. How is it out there? It's about 20 degrees, or 20 to 30 degrees right now. It's a little windy, but uh, next week should be 65, so we'll be in good softball weather. Five is all right, but when you all get down to Tempe, Arizona, that's going to be pretty nice weather. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. That's going to kick off in about a month now. So, Coach, before we get to the season, though, this is your first year taking over East Carolina University. Kind of talk about your decision on coming to ECU and really what led to that and, and what the draw was for you to come to this program. East Carolina is a place to be. I, I can't see how anybody wouldn't want to be here once you get to the eastern part of the state of North Carolina. It's all pirate nation. Um, we got a great family feel here. Uh, great. It's, the university really sells itself. Um, so it was an easy decision for me to once East Carolina wanted me as their head coach. It was a no-brainer. I had to do it. And now, coming over from NC State, I want to ask you this. We talked a little bit about this toward the end of, actually, with uh, Robbie Church, who's currently the head coach of a women's soccer program of a school in North Carolina that will soon be getting softball. But what are your thoughts just coming over from NC State on the fact that Duke will be coming in to softball nation very soon? Say, say that again? What was the last part? What What are your thoughts on Duke getting a softball program very shortly? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, I think it's great for the ACC. I think it's great for the state, especially one of the things that are so unique about the state of North Carolina is we have – 
a lot of top competitive softball programs right within an hour of each other. So it really helps us with midweek games if we're not in the same conference to really help build our sport. So, Coach, let's go back and look at, look at the fall. What were some of the things that really stood out to you with the new players that you'll have here at ECU? Well, the our freshman class is pretty strong. We have a pitcher that was Gatorade Player of the Year um, in the state of North Carolina. We got um, a couple kids that, that can swing it, one from North Carolina, one from Florida. Um, and w- the one thing that I noticed when, you know, we took over was there's a lot of talent here. Um, and the kids want to work hard, and they've all been great with accepting um, – the coaching staff and, and how we run our program here, and they're hungry. They're determined. And, I mean, as a coach, I couldn't ask for anything better. Coach, fill everybody in on some of the key returners that this program has. Um, for starters, it would be um, Casey Alcorn, which is our senior shortstop. Um, she was a first-team American Athletic Conference um all-conference player. Um, We've also got Lydia Ritchie coming back in the circle, who's uh, pretty much our most consistent performer, along with Ashley Cruz, who's a sophomore pitcher from New York, who I think is going to do a lot of things. And, um, again, we'll have our freshman pitcher. Um, You know, she's a freshman, but she's going to be very good. We also have Meredith Mitchell coming back um, in center field. Uh, She's a pretty – speedy lefty which I expect to do pretty big things for us and um, we have uh, Mary Sloan Bradford coming back she plays uh, left field for us of course before going further I want to uh, take a second here to congratulate you Um, should have mentioned this right off the top so I apologize but behind your name you now have HOF how does it feel to have HOF Hall of Famer behind your name (laughs) <laughs> that was quite the honor. Um, that was pretty unexpected. Um, I actually didn't find out until the fall, and um, our our marketing team at, at East Carolina decided to put it out there. So that was that was pretty cool of them. They do a great job here. Coach, when you look at your schedule, um, I'm sure you've had a chance to look at some of these teams that you'll be playing besides the tournaments. So let's talk. Um, you know, especially conference scheduling here. Who are some of the teams mm-hmm. that you feel that you may match up against best when you get into that part of your season? Um, not with you're, – you're talking not about the tournaments. Um, you know, I think that we have a pretty good schedule. Um, a lot of a lot of the teams that we're going to be playing, JMU is going to be a great matchup. I, I mean, they're a great, great team. Um, played them last year. They've got – They've got a lot of starters that are coming back, so that's going to be a great chance for us to to grow as a team. I think USF will be a good matchup for us. UCF will definitely challenge us as as they've been in the top of the in the conference and they've done tremendous things over the past year. Um, I think UConn will be a pretty good matchup for us. Um, UNC, NC State, being able to play them is definitely going to help us prepare for our conference games and over the weekend. Coach, there's also one pitcher that you'll face during your non-conference schedule that everybody needs to watch if they want to track a very, very good pitcher, and that's when you all will face James Madison and Jalen Ford, who, again, if anybody wants a pitcher to watch, watch Jalen Ford. She did not get the 
respect it. She should have gotten last year. So get it this year, coming off of what they did last year at JMU. Your thoughts on what you've seen out of her? How how do you believe that you'll attack her when you get down to JMU? Well, Jalen Ford, you know, I've been pretty fortunate enough to watch her career. Um, when I was at NC State, we watched her as a freshman um, in the regional at Tennessee. Um, she's a lefty. She, she's got unbelievable movement, and she's got great control. Um, you know, I think we're going to have to attack early in the zone with her because once she, she gets ahead pretty quick, and then she'll start using a rise ball to get people to chase. So, you know, for our approach, she'd probably have to attack her early in the account. Um, you know, and hit our hittable pitches rather than having her chase get us to chase the ball. So that's that's the best that you can do with somebody of her stature. This is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. We're talking with East Carolina University softball head coach Courtney Oliver. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in about 25, 30 seconds. And on the other side, we're going to talk recruiting. We're going to talk about Coach Oliver's philosophy as she builds this team, what she's looking for and also about a former pitcher of hers at NC State that she was able to find and develop and really transform into one of the best pitchers to come out of college softball last season. This is TCRS, the Coach Rev Show. The camera's going to go on both people. If you're in those big moments and the winning runs on base and they're throwing it, they hit a base at the outfield and it's the center fielder throwing it to the plate. Either the GOAT's going to be the center fielder who missed the throw or the hero of throwing them out. What's relevant is what you bring on that day and how hard you play and how hard you attack. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here on TCRS, joined by Courtney Oliver, head coach of ECU Pirate Softball. Coach, want to jump in, as I mentioned there before the break, I want to talk about your philosophy. That's something that now as the head coach of this program is very important for you to get in there and get that philosophy down with those players and your coaching staff as well from day one. What is your philosophy as you build this program? You know, our philosophy has been pretty much built on our fundamentals. We want to make the individual the best that they can possibly be. There's not a day that they don't go by and they work there, what we call our ball every day's um, philosophy is, you know, that they're going to get there, they're going to do their fundamentals the best that they can. They're going to learn how to play as a team. So it's not nine individual players out on nine individual uh, islands out there, so to speak. Um, we really got to learn how to play as a team and, and just and just play the game of softball and get their softball IQ better. I think that that was the first thing that we set out to do once we took over. Coach, I'm going to give you a chance here. I want you to talk a little bit about your roster, talk some about your schedule. I want to give you the chance to talk about your assistant coaching staff out. Okay. Um, I, so when I first took over, the, the first call that I made was um, to Matt Nanden. He was an assistant for the past two years at Syracuse, so I was pretty familiar with him, playing against him um, in the ACC. Um, I also hired Jess Hirschbuehl, um, also very familiar with her. She worked a lot of camps with me at NC State, and she also played for me when I was coaching at Hofstra. She's got a great feel for the game. Um, so she mainly works with our infielders. Matt works with our hitters um, and outfield. I also have a grad assistant, Alex Fieldhouse. She played here for four years. She was a third baseman. Um, and with that, I also picked up um, somebody that I've been with for the past three years in Emily Wyman. She's our volunteer. Uh, she was our pitcher at NC State last year. 
And for those of you wondering, the he's about the player that we'll talk about a little bit later is Emily Wyman. But before we talk about her, Coach, want to talk a little bit about recruiting. Every time I bring a coach on here, especially the first time, I ask him, you know, tell us for those parents out there that may hear this show, what do you look for when you're recruiting? What's important to you when you're looking for a kid? And also, what amount of importance do you place on how the parents are during the showcases that you go to? You know, it's it's obvious. We're out there looking for the best athlete possible. That's somebody that hustles on the field and hustles off the field and, and has a really good attitude about them and constantly wants to get better. And, you know, we talk to the travel ball coaches and, and we ask, you know, okay, is, is she an East Carolina kid? Meaning, you know, is she going to work hard? Is she going to put in the extra work? Um, and as far as parent involvement, um, I don't mind. I don't mind talking to parents. It's it's not a bad thing, but I I also think that it's important that the parents understand that we're recruiting their child. Um, you know, because unfortunately they're not the ones that are going to come and play for us. Their kid is. So I like to make sure that you know we can actually talk and get a feel for the recruit themselves. Al, along that same line, you and I had a coach tell me this last year. A lot of coaches actually have told me this. If a kid is if a kid is a great athlete, let's say they're four, almost five star athlete, but you mm-hmm. see them and their interactions with their parents are very very undesirable. Do you feel like you want to go ahead and just pull that offer from them? I probably wouldn't even get to the point of making an offer. If that Anybody if that was the case. Hey, coach. Go ahead. No, no. I was, I was just going to say, I probably, I probably wouldn't even get to that point if I saw that it was a disrespectful relationship or, or anything along those lines. Because if you can't respect your, your parents, then you certainly won't respect your coaching staff. Everybody listening to this show right now needs to take that under advisement. There has been a lot. Now, coach. One other key issue that's come up lately is with social media, and student-athletes. What does ECU in particular, also what are you doing within your program to make sure that your student-athletes understand the importance of how they need to engage in the use of social media? Because it is such a big part of our of our game. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it absolutely is, and the kids get excited. And, and it, social media can be used in a great way to help promote our sport, um, and, of course, there's negative sides to social media. With us, our policy here, we make sure that the kids follow us. We follow them to make sure that they're not tweeting or posting anything that they shouldn't be, anything negative. Um, my policy here is anything that happens in-house stays in-house. We don't need to let everybody know what's going on here. And, um, you know, for sure we'll be able to pick it up. And East Carolina does a great job as well um, following the student-athletes and making sure that it's all proper and, and nothing's put the university in a negative light. So, Coach, we mentioned it a little while ago, Tempe, Arizona is where the Pirates will kick off the 2016 season. You all will face Virginia, Seattle, UC Riverside, a what could be a very tough Arizona State team, as well mm-hmm. as UNR. Between now and then, 
what are the main things that you're focusing on as a team to prepare for those games? We're going to make sure that our defense is tight. I think that, you know, obviously defense wins championships, and we've got to make sure that our infield and outfield are on the same page, and, and everybody knows that pitching's everything. So we've got to make sure that our three pitchers are up and ready to go to keep us in those ball games. And, um, you know, we've got, we got a pretty good hitting team. So we're going to make sure that, that we're good to, good to go two weeks before. We'll probably scrimmage a lot and make sure that our kids are seeing live, live pitches, and, and we'll go from there. We'll prepare them the best that we can. Uh, Coach, to end this out, I want to go back and talk about your volunteer assistant this year and Emily Wyman. And the reason I want to talk about her is because your background is obviously as a pitching coach, very, very strong career there as well. This is a player that was recruited very, very lightly, um, obviously being – you know, from the Maryland area, not even, you know, getting, not even being taken seriously really by the Turks. You know, she ends up at NC State. You get there and really expand her game and turn her into the all-star pitcher that she was, um, you know, a 100-game winner, now in the MPS. Um, I believe ended up being your fourth pitcher um, that you your fourth straight sorry fourth straight um, pitcher of the year for you. Anyway, um, you know when you, when parents are out there with pitchers, I guess the big question is how were you able to do that with her with Emily Wyman and what should parents of prospects out there with pitchers know about you as they look for a place for their kid to go? Um, so Emily Emily actually was recruited pretty pretty heavily because I can speak on that. Because when I was at Boston University, I tried very, very hard to get her. And uh, Coach Rychek and I used to joke around when we went over and took over NC State. Um, we saw her and, and we joked with her and we told her we'd eventually get her one way or another. Um to speak on Emily Wyman, it, her success is truly based upon her character and who she is as a person. Um, I often tell the story that when she came in, she said, I want to be good, and I heard you can make me good. And I said, well, how, how good do you want to be? And she goes, I want to be really, really good. And um, her determination and just being open and, you know, if, if we told her her drop ball would get better by, by jumping off of a bridge, she probably would have done it. And um, her willingness to change and and do different suggestions, even though it didn't feel right in the beginning, it was her determination to become good. It was her – she's a very, very fierce competitor, and you can see that in the way that she performs um, last season and in the MPF that um, you're always going to get her best game. She's got a lot of heart. She's got a lot of drive, and she's got a phenomenal work ethic. And I think that if there were more pitchers that were like that, we would have – you know, Emily Wyman's left and right. But it, it really is, it comes down to work ethic, drive, and determination to get the job done. So as far as parents out there have um, pitchers that are going to be looking to place them, what is some of the biggest advice you would give them? 
I would give them the advice to, you know, go to as many camps and clinics and, and learn from as many people. Um, you never stop learning. So it, it, the beautiful thing about pitching is not one pitcher is the same from the other. So it's it's not like you're going to learn something all from one person. It, you know, I, I constantly tell our kids, you know, watch one another. You might pick up things from one another that will help you become who you are because it's such an individual task that you're trying to do. So I would just tell people go to different camps and clinics, listen to other coaches, and, and try different things. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Coach Oliver, thank you very much for joining us here today on TCRS. Before we let you go, let everybody know how they can find out more information about East Carolina softball. You guys can find out more about East Carolina softball on Twitter at ECU Softball, or you can follow me at ECU Coach Oliver. Um, you can go to our site, um, East Carolina Softball, and, and we'll have most of our updates there. Coach, all the best this coming season, and we'll look to hopefully have you on again a couple times at least throughout the season as well. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Make sure you guys follow Blake and Abby on Twitter at the handle uh, TCR Show. Also, the new Facebook account for the Coach Road Show is The CR Show. That's The CR Show. Until next time, this has been Coach Rhodes here on TCRS. Later times, everybody.